Welcome to Weekly Grooves. My name is Tim Houlihan. And I'm Kurt Nelson. In the Weekly Grooves podcast, we explore topics that are in the headlines and look at them through a behavioral lens. We try to get to the why behind why we do what we do. We are trying to peel back the layers and look at what makes us tick. It's pretty fun. I know it's fun for you and me, Tim. <laughs> well, it is. And hopefully it's fun for you, our listeners as well. Okay, so what are we going to talk about this week? Toilets. <laughs> Toilets? Hey. Toilets. Put, put a lid on it. <laughs> Is, isn't that you know, isn't that just a bunch of crap? Oh, oh bad, bad, oh, bad. You bad, might bad. want to just flush that idea. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I know it sounds weird, but NPR, that's National Public Radio's Planet Money, wrote an article called Why America is Losing the Toilet Race. What? All right. Really? Yes. So so they focused on on the toilets that we have here versus the toilets that they have in Japan and and uh, we are losing this toilet race. And so okay. they focused on the structural and the cost elements. But I think there's a psychological aspect as well that we can we can look at. Yeah, this 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 whole conversation might just be going down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. OK, yeah, but let's dig in. All right. All right. So so the premise of the article uh, that they talked about was that, uh, you know, our toilets haven't changed in probably 80 years for the most part. They're pretty much similar white porcelain things that we sit on. And yet, uh, in much of the rest of the world, Japan in particular, they have these high-tech toilets that, according to the article, and I'm going to quote here, Japanese toilets are marvels of technological innovation. They have integrated bidets, which squirt water to clean your private parts. They have dryers and heated seats. They use water efficiently, clean themselves, and deodorize the air so bathrooms actually smell good. Sounds like heaven. They have white (laughs) noise machines so you can fill your stall with the sound of rain for relaxation and privacy. And some even have built-in nightlights and music players, Tim. You would love that. It's all customizable and controlled by an electronic button on a panel next to your seat. So this why- is all, This is all from this article. This is yeah. from that yeah. article, okay, right? Got, so okay, so we'll why don't we have them in America? Yeah, because most, not, I shouldn't say most, but many countries around the rest of the world have gotten into more higher tech toilets and certainly with bidets. Yes. Common, right? Yeah. Yeah. In, in the rest of the world. So I'm going to start with Jonathan Haidt's Sanctity. Okay. It's, it's So the moral foundations developed by Jonathan Haidt, um, there are five moral foundations and Sanctity is one of them. And that's basically just, we avoid things that are kind of disgusting. And because it has to do with defecation, we just avoid it. Well, in America, I think it's particularly that the norm, right? We, uh, as Americans, have a history of kind of being conservative on that that aspect. Puritanical. And puritanical, right? That was yeah. the, the, the Puritans coming over. So it's almost taboo to talk about, right? And and we are uh, culturally prude in talking about our nether regions. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean you, you said that so well. <laughs> uh, well. Well, think about that. The first toilet flushing didn't even show up in cinema until 1960 in in the movie Psycho. God, that's amazing. So we didn't even Honestly. have it in 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 movies and different things. Yeah. Uh, 
And so in, in the 1960s, according to uh, a, another article in uh, the, the Atlantic, uh, uh, Why Don't We Have Bidets in America? Uh, they talked about uh, Arnold Cohen, who tried to market a bidet kind of thing that actually fit into your toilet. So Existing it was integrated, toilets, right? right? This was in the 1930s, though. 1960s. Oh, 1960s, 1960s okay, right? Excuse me. All right. Um, but the problem was that he couldn't advertise on television. It was not allowed. Again, yeah. we were too prude in in saying that, oh, you can you can do that, right? So so there. But America's concerns goes back before the 1960s. Yes. Like you can trace it to the to the 1940s after World War II, the American servicemen and women, mostly men who were in <laughs> France and they are going to brothels and there's a lot of bidets in brothels and they don't want to bring that imagery back to the US. Right. So they associate bidets with brothels and and <laughs> oh, different things. God. And and <laughs> and even before that from the 1930s there was this idea that hey, bidets were used as a a form of of uh, pregnancy, like uh, birth control. Birth right? control. Thank you. Uh, and, and while that isn't true, but that was this concept, this false idea, this fake news, as you can say, yeah. out there. Um, and and it got associated again with this idea of sex and and sin. Uh, and so it actually. Uh, so so the, the the bidet was actually sort of a symbol of sin. Yeah, even going back to the 1930s, right? Right, right. Yeah. So it it all comes into that, right? Yeah, but bidets actually have really good health benefits, right? And so modern toilets, that especially those that uh, incorporate some of these, that the like the the article about the Japanese models, yeah, are really improving health benefits to us, right? Right. So, uh, well, know. and and you know, in America, so the bidet kind of thing never took off, but you know, wet wipes and toilet wipes did, which in lent a bad way. in a really bad way, which led to a whole bunch of issues in sewers and various other environmental things. Yeah. And so, yes, yeah, so so these high tech uh, toilets could be a very positive thing. Right. So, so some of the other psychological pieces of this, right? I think another reason it hasn't taken hold of is just there's the status quo bias, right? We're stuck in our old habits. Uh, You know, I don't know how many people even know, you know, about the option of getting something like this or even what a bidet is. Mm Yeah, and for those of you who don't, you know, it's this water squirting up in your nether regions, <laughs> clean you out there, right? Well, my wife and I recently replaced a, a, t- a toilet in our house because uh, it's an old old toilet. And when we went to look uh, at uh, just the local hardware store for what was available, I was surprised that of the two dozen or so toilets that they had on display, there were only two of those toilets that had low water, low flush options. Just low flush options. Just low flush. And I thought, that is just crazy. That's absolutely crazy that such a small percentage were even offering a slightly more beneficial, uh, environmentally beneficial option. Right. So we're surrounded by white porcelain toilets (laughs) that don't even have low flush. So the availability bias that we have, right? This is what we know. This is what we see. And those times that we do see them. So I I did some work with a uh, Japanese company that had a 
headquarters in the U.S. and they had just built this this building. And I remember going into the the public bathrooms there, and they had not quite as high tech as what the article talked about, but it had the okay. integrated bidet and various different things and, in the public restroom. In the public restrooms, yeah. and, and they had full door closing things. You know, a very unlike American very typical public thing, yeah. but. There's a friction there because I didn't really understand how to use it, right? Ah, and a little yeah. bit of apprehension of, well, what does this do and how do you use it and various different things. So I think, again, some of the hesitancy for having this come across is is some of that friction of just not knowing and that fear of the unknown. Maybe uh, we should take Christina Bicchieri's uh, suggestions on this because she's done some work with UNICEF in getting people in third world countries that don't have access to toilets at all or won't use them, right. you know, to put the, put toilets into uh, soap operas yeah, and TV and, shows. And relevant television So shows. maybe we could have a TV series, you know, that say, you know, have the main character say, excuse me, uh, do you have a bidet? Yeah, I got to go and use the bidet. <laughs> yeah. Changing the social norm yes, around this. Yes. All right. It could, it so could which which is part of this. So it's it's maybe starting to change, right? So I, I think there's some aspects of this where there are new products coming out and there are different yeah. pieces. And today's culture is a little less prude than it was in the 60s. So you can start to advertise these things. And I know there was a product that was talked about in that Atlantic article again, why don't Americans use bidets? It was about tushy, which is this idea. And so, you know, uh, and again, I'll quote from the article. It says, Tushy's website doesn't bother with euphemisms, plainly saying that its product is for people who poop. (laughs) On the homepage, it commands, stop wiping your butt, start washing with Tushy. And bluntly argues, if a bird pooped on you, would you wipe it? No, you'd wash it off. So those are some of the things that are going. And, And again, I think that we're, this world that we're living in uh, is changing. And so there might be an opportunity right. um, for this to, to come in. Right. There's great products from uh, the, being created in the United States for the U.S. market. Uh, U.K. is doing some great work, yeah. actually, on things to, to help us uh, get this stuff done better. <laughs> right. Well, and, and to that degree, uh, you know, advertising like like Tushy's doing, but even there is the Squatty Potty uh, advertisement that got uh, like well, went viral on yeah. on YouTube, which is the unicorn pooping out ice, ice cream. cream. We'll have a link in the show notes so you can look. It is hilarious. It's it's yeah. there. And actually, these little squatty potty things that they they sold like sold Millions. hundreds of thousands. I mean, they, yeah, and it's at over a million downloads on on that thing. All right. Okay, so let's recap here real, yep. real quickly. America is getting the crap kicked out of them. <laughs> oh, no, no, we're getting flushed in the toilet wars. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, but we're but the U.S. is using outdated toilet paper, using unhygienic, boring, crappy toilets compared to Japan and Europe that have high-end, seat-warm, bidet-style toilets. All right, and while part of the issue is cost, obviously these new high-tech 
Toilets can be expensive, but Americans buy expensive things all the time. All Luxury the time. cars, you know, yeah. cappuccino makers, everything. So that shouldn't really be the thing. There, are, But right. there are other psychological reasons, which include our historical prudish social norms. Mm-hmm. When we don't talk about poop or going to the bathroom, right? We don't do that. Uh, bidets, the predecessors to these high-end toilets, were associated with brothels, pregnancy yeah. prevention, and sin, which meant in the old white toilet was what we're going to be stuck with. Yeah, well, and in the 60s, when the cheaper, non-separate bidet-style toilets were brought to America, they couldn't even advertise on TV, which limited their ability to sell them, obviously. So we have a big availability bias that only toilets that we typically see are the ones that we currently have. And then we run into friction by using them the first time because you're not really sure what to do with them. Right. However, this is changing. International businesses are putting them in their U.S. HQs. Our social norms on what we can talk about are shifting, and advertisements can actually bring up pooping, as demonstrated by the squatty potty thing we talked about. So maybe in the future, our butts won't be cold when we poop, and we may be surrounded by soothing sounds and smells and have a nice water spritz on our bums to clean up after we poop. Well, this wraps up this week's episode of Weekly Grooves. <laughs> this is by far our weirdest Weekly Grooves, but we hope that it was informative and that you learned something. So please take a moment to let us know how you feel about this podcast as we're just getting going. You can contact us on Twitter at What Motivates and at T. Houlihan. So go wash your hands and have a great week. <laughs> 